This is a post-Christian podcast. Welcome to the Revolution Church Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Meet Your Congregation, Revolutions Meet Your Congregation. That's right. And as usual, we have our good friend Caleb here. Hello. Hello, Caleb. Hi. Um, and today we've got a longtime uh, in-house Minneapolis member of the Congo, uh, which is nice. We don't have a whole lot of, lot of uh, in-house mm. Members. We have more online than we Yeah, do. so, <laughs> well, I mean, that we interview for this. Oh, sure. And so it's nice to have that um, uh, from the bowling alley, which we haven't been at in seems like 18 years, but I it's know. only been three months. But uh, we'd like to welcome Bob. Bob, welcome to the show. Or the, the interview. The show. I don't know <laughs> what I show. do. So many podcasts, I can't keep up anymore. I almost welcomed him to loosen the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Bob? It's going very well. Yeah, I'm loving COVID because I have a tendency to do too much. Ah, um, I'm in recovery, yeah. uh, 44 years sober, um, and I do a lot in the program, but I end up doing much more than I should do. So mm. COVID slows me down. Ah. God has kind of slowed me down, and and uh, so I spend a lot of time at home. Because I have both heart problems and lung problems, mm. I can't risk catching the virus because mm. I might not survive. Yeah. So I kind of keep myself uh, isolated here. Um, only very few people come over. And I go to a lot of online meetings. Oh, sure. So I'm so glad that Revolution is online um, because even if we go back to being in person, I think I'm going to continue to go online until maybe next year sometime. Yeah. Mm. How how is how are the uh you know doing the online 12 step meetings is that has that been cool? I love them. Really? Really love them and um you get participants. I was at a a speaker jam Saturday with guests from around the world people getting sober from around the world. It was impressive. A guy from Thailand. Wow, that's from, cool. From Germany. Um, yeah, it's not a U.S. only. Uh, dependency is not a U.S. only thing. No. Right. I mean, I used to like what about, about traveling is that I would go to different meetings all over the country and in the world and then you go Spanish-speaking meetings or wherever you're, if you're in a different mm. country, you go into there, you know, and it's just always interesting to also see how they practice the program, you know, mm -hmm. and, and do that. I mean, it's, I guess it would be kind of like going to some different churches, but you always kind of know and knows that the foundation <laughs> is a safe place and you're not going to get some weird theology. Um, you know, you might get some weird coins or some weird traditions done backwards, but you know, <laughs> not too much different. Um, so, uh, so you've been, yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? What involved? Was there? No, he's staying in the, when you're staying inside. Oh, the quarantine. Code. So, yeah. It's quarantine. So, I mean, have you, I mean, have you just, have you been working at all? Or are you getting, are you not working? What's going on? I'm not working. Okay. Um, I'm actually, I'm 76, so I yeah. am legally retired. And um, so it doesn't really cut into me very much. However, I was doing part-time work. Yeah, I know. But uh, now with my lungs in bad shape and my heart in bad shape, mm. I can't be on my 
eat selling at Target or wherever. So now I'm more or less at home. Yeah, but that seems like you're doing good. Like you're like making stuff happen. It's fantastic. Good. Um, it's good to hear, Bob. Yeah, very I, good to hear. I have. Um, well, I I like my three churches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a member at Westminster. Um, I w- because of my faith and my beliefs to be at a church that has gold leaf in the ceiling <laughs> is not something I would think I would be doing. However, they are deeply involved in social justice issues. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, they built a beautiful addition, about a $17 million project, $170 million project. And I was really angry until I found out that uh, 10% of that money went to more social justice projects. Yeah. So that's my one church. Um, for years, for 20 years, I played violin in a church on the north side. Uh, which has a uh, Afro-American t- style service. Um, white boys know church starts at 11, <laughs> 12. Well, uh, Liberty Church starts at 11 and we're done at 1230 or 1.30 or 2.30, whenever we're done. Mm. But music is an essential part of it. And I love, uh, if as a, as a musician, if the pastor is talking about something and it relates to a song that I know out of the thousands of conservative evangelical songs I know, <laughs> I can start playing it and the organ picks it up and the drummer picks it oh, up. Oh, cool. Um, so it's a nice ambiance. I, I like to tell them that they have, I, I've never listened to sermons as carefully as I listen to them huh. at, at Liberty Church. Cause you're doing the soundtrack for them now. I'm looking for sound in entrances. There you go. Of course, Revolution. Um, I heard about you. Um, I first out discovered you through your mom and the um, the eyes of Tammy Faye video. Okay, yeah. Uh, it, I had thought that Tammy Faye and Jim were just a couple of absolute scam artists. <laughs> and that video opened my eyes to your mom, and then. Somebody said, did you know that their son is here in Minneapolis preaching? And I go, really? Oh. So that's how I showed up at Revolution. Okay. And, um, you know, we should call it Revolution or Galatians. (laughs) 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 But it's your theology and my theology are identical. I mean, I was in the ministry for a number of years and didn't believe in God. I thought it was important that people gather these these moral concepts that mm-hmm. are engaged in Christianity. And it wasn't until I started to recover from my alcoholism that I really found, whoa, there is a God and prayer does work. Um, and from that time on, I've always searched out messages of grace. And of course, at Revolution, we know the only reason the only reason that the three of us are on this screen is God's grace. Yeah. Um I've done many I don't deserve to be on this screen. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure about you guys, but yeah. <laughs> I've done some pretty evil and awful things. But God's grace had led me to have his will first in my life, other people's needs second, and I'm third. Yeah. Um uh, and so I mean 
the other thing is I talk too much. So you just <laughs> a slight nickel in me, and I'll give you probably five more minutes. Okay. <laughs> but um, it's a real blessing. Um, and I just, I'm sitting there saying in my, sometimes I say it too loud. <laughs> we studio audience at the theater. Um, you'd occasionally hear me say, amen, because mm-hmm. your message is the message uh, that I think is is the reason we are anywhere. Um, I I talked about the fact of driving along a road in south of the cities, and every two blocks there's another giant edifice with fantastic you know um, architecture, another church. And if Christ was riding in my car, he'd go, "What in the hell is that?" <laughs> well, that's one of your churches. My churches, (laughs) they had to spend a lot of money on that. Aren't there hungry people in this town? Aren't there people who are lonely and scared Mm. and frightened? Mm -hmm. Aren't there people that need clothing in this town? What in the world are they putting all that money in that (laughs) building? And Jay, you and I have talked before. I really believe this. Our online presence, uh, it says nowhere in the scripture. There's not, it doesn't say at the end of Galatians. Now, the thing I really need you to do is I need you to build a big church building <laughs> and organ in it and hire a choir director and a youth worker and have Sunday school. And that's nowhere in the scriptures. Yeah, sure. Uh, the, the only element that's in the scriptures is communion, sitting down with people, breaking bread and sharing our faith. And that's what we do at Revolution. It's been wild to watch kind of everybody else now go online because of the COVID and yep. uh, kind of catch up with us. And then seeing some of the <laughs> churches, churches argue about, oh, can we give communion and can uh-huh. we do this stuff? And I'm yeah. like, really? Like, this is one thing you guys are arguing about? Yeah. You know, like, your obstacle. really? Uh-huh. Like, the You're... Holy Spirit doesn't work <laughs> from a distance. <laughs> right, you know? right, right, right. It has to be like... Well, you know, it might not... If, if it's not the, the blessed wafer or the blessed uh, wine, it might not correctly transfigure. Right. So, uh, but I mean, as even, I mean, as, 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 you know, I mean, we're not, yeah, I know. So we yeah. don't even believe that, do we? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. Well, a long time ago, the editor of Christian Century, that's really a conservative Christian magazine, uh, said a number of things and, and put up a number of song titles. Uh, <laughs> one of the things he said, the church's one foundation should be. The church's one foundation is tax deduction. <laughs> okay. Um, and in Christ, there is no east or west. In him, a north and south. You know, the division, the Presbyterian church is always on the verge of dividing again to the northern and southern churches. Yeah. Southern churches not accepting uh, Afro Americans. Um, it's a crazy time. Mm. And I, I think everything, the entire creation speaks to God's world. Uh, the whole murder that happened here in the cities uh, is an opportunity for people to begin to understand there's only one race, the human race. We all bleed red blood and uh, black lives definitively matter and are far more it, it, I don't. I don't. I have had all the privileges in the world. This my home 
is in a condo 15 stories up in downtown Minneapolis. Mm. High up enough so I don't get any of the sounds of the city. And um, it's a blessing that I really kind of, if you were grading me on good behavior, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. But God has given me the opportunity to be here and to have my three churches. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Westminster, Liberty, and for instance, Jay, when you went through your uh, year of the divorce and the depression, yeah, I was uh, talking with Alika, who was one of the co-pastors of um, Liberty Church, and I said, you know, Alika, I think I'm going to stop playing violin with you guys because I want to be supportive of Jay. And she said, Brother Bob, you do that well, and just know that we're praying for him too. And that's, there, you yeah. know, there's no difference between you or I or Caleb. We are all called to ministry. Yeah. I went through seminary. I actually left before I was finished because I began to see that at Bethel Seminary, they were training me to be a small town Southern Baptist <laughs> pastor. I didn't want to do that. And um, so when people say, I'm very interested in being a minister. I'll say, for God's sake, don't go into ministry, <laughs> you know, because it ruins people. It really ruins. It's people. a, it's a, it's a weird, yeah, it's tricky. It's a tricky thing to go into, mm. and it's a tricky thing to, you know, how do you go into it as well? And, and you know, do you go in traditionally or just walk in? It, it's, it's just like there's a lot of things. Those Japanese paintings up there, and you can't see in the back of this chair. There's a Wantanabe print of Jesus washing the feet. Um, all of those were given to me by Kosuki Koyama, who was the leading ecumenical theologian. He was professor of ecumenical studies emeritus at Union Theological. It's kind of the the liberal um, uh, Vatican. Mm. You know, it's the top thinking of liberal and. Kosuki, after being a 15-year-old boy, as we were bombing Tokyo and Hiroshima and Nagasaki, went to Princeton, came out with a history degree and a minor in ministry, and they sent him to Thailand. <laughs> this is <laughs> fascinating. They sent him to Thailand to open the first liberal theological seminary in Thailand. Oh. The fundamentalists as soon as they've got their flag in the ground, they, they start another seminary. Mm-hmm. Right. The fundamentalist pastors and um, all the free church people, you know, if you think you got a ministry, you raise your hands, talk to the church board, and they raise <laughs> you the money and send you out yeah. without qualification. Yeah. But anyway, so he's he went to Thailand and he met with the queen of Thailand. Huh. And she said, Mr. Kosuki, why are you here? He said, well, I'm here because we want to share our faith in God that uh, we feel that Thai people should really understand and become a part of. She said, now let me get this right. (laughs) Your faith began 2,000 years ago with Christ, right? He said, yes. Oh, our beliefs go back five to 7,000 years. And he thought about that. And it caused him to say, you know, we got to be careful. We can't deny people their 
their path. Absolutely. We want to deny people their path. It has to be done this way. Exactly. No, it doesn't have to be done this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we break bread together, when we laugh, when we tell tell each other jokes, when we sit down for a meal, most people are far more vulnerable when they sit down for a meal. Yeah. And share how are we making it in COVID? How are we making it with the violence that's and mm. racism in this country? Yeah. How are we making it? I, I am not too pro, um, Mr. Trump. <laughs> how are we making it? Yeah. Well, I have to sit down with you guys at Revolution, with Pastor Alika and Pastor Ralph at, at Liberty, and uh, Tim Hart Anderson at um, Westminster was one of the leading proponents of inclusion of gay, lesbian, bisexual people in the ministry in the Presbyterian church. Mm. All three churches saying everybody belongs. Yeah. Everybody has a right to be here. So that's why I love revolution mm. and I love you guys. And although I'm 76, I got a lot more that I have to learn. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bob, this is usually the part in the um, interview in the talk, in the conversation. In the show. In the show, when we ask... um, (sighs) For feedback. For feedback and what we could be doing, if there's anything that we could be doing more of or less of or whatever. What do you like? What do you don't like? We have all sorts of interesting feedback. So we we should really just make a book of... And you know what? Bob's uh, feedback, feedback, Bob's encouragement to me to get on... um, uh, the Facebook Live videos, getting that stuff up. Oh, around. yeah. Bob was an encouraging element in uh, being like, you know, you really shouldn't investigate that. And then COVID, COVID and Bob both. <laughs> pushed us <laughs> really into, pushed so, us. Wait, that happened, Bob. Yeah, Bob. So your recommendation, want, you're already one recommendation down. And I, and <laughs> I think we do it. We put some stuff on YouTube as well. Yeah. I think Bob said something about that as well. Uh, yeah, Bob and Kurt, I think. Yeah, Bob and Kurt. For so YouTube. there you go. Yeah. See, what does Christ call us to do today? Not what has been traditional. Yeah. What has been traditional? I mean, people go to sleep. I mean, I remember the family getting into the car. We lived out in New Brighton, and we traveled all the way into First Baptist Church down here. And I can remember we'd be screaming and jumping up and down and wanting to kill each other. <laughs> and Dad, you kids, shut up. We're going to church, and you're going to be good. <laughs> Why couldn't we be bad at church? Because we were attempting to look good. Right. Put the mask on. Suggestions that I have are, I think we can clean up the video portion. Uh, Caleb and I got to get out and visit. Um, My brother goes to the Presbyterian Church in Stillwater, and they have really got a fine uh, setup that they do Facebook Live with a couple of camera feeds. Yeah, I've, I've talked to some tech people about different options out there. Switchboards, you know, and so, uh, switchers. Rather than just my cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your faulty cell phone. My fault. I know. I got to go get it fixed. Did, did you get your cell phone fixed? I have not. I'm going to go this week. Okay. Um, because we could do some really neat stuff. And then, for instance, to Revolution Church, we have a studio audience. Maybe we, we don't call that a church, but a studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> because in, in reality, the people across the country and 
because of your history and your family's history, you know, whenever anybody rattles rattles a cage, like right now, the two different productions coming up about your mom, right? A phenomenal access to media, yeah, and to be able to have more footage uh, that we have garnered from the studio audience at um, the Bryant Lake Bowl. These shows, um, we should develop a, a, re- a real library of of uh, audiovisual stuff. Mm. And then um, I think maybe more, maybe to have a Zoom meeting once a month where people share their faith and share their struggles. Mm. I kind of tried to start that with the uh, Bible study group that I started when uh, COVID hit, and then that evolved into... I mean, once George Floyd's murder happened, we didn't want to keep just studying First John anymore, and we just started meeting and checking in with each other and stuff on Zoom. Um, but and yeah, that that's probably needs some tweaking still. And, and uh, yeah, if we could make it like an open thing for literally anyone who wants to, to hop in and, and fellowship, I guess is really what it is. Yeah, yeah, because so often we we prepackage stuff. Now, when I talk to Pastor Alika about your your difficulties, Jay. She yeah. said, I'll put a prayer list. Well, what about a place where you could come and say, I'm really super depressed. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. I'm really scared because this family thing is tearing me up. Yeah. I'm not sure how to be much of a single parent. To have a real fellowship, yeah. mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the early church did, yeah. where there might be people who would say, Oh, Jay, listen. I should come over and I've got some clues for you. I think yeah. we, where there's a vulnerability. That would be great. Of, yeah. Of, um, cause this society, people are not vulnerable. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've been thinking like stuff like with just recently, with just having kids like, and with COVID going on, I'm like, my kids are growing and like, I've ordered some clothes online, but you know, by the time you pay for shipping and stuff, mm. it's so expensive. And I'm yeah. like, man, I just wish I would knew a community where I could connect with people who are like, Hey, do you have kids? I'm like, yeah, like I'm their clothes, yeah. you can hand me downs mm-hmm. or kids that might need my kids clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That kind mm-hmm. of thing. You know I mean? It would be interesting yeah. to, to, you know, be a part of communities like that as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. And parenting ideas and meal prep ideas mm-hmm. are always welcome. Yeah. I mean, I've been lucky to have a few folks in my, my life lately that have really been able to help guide me with some of that kind of stuff too. get mm-hmm. the kids helping me clean the house nice. with me and then make it a mess. Right <laughs> Live Roombas. That, that, uh, you have to <laughs> clean up after a big shit. I'm going to have the Roombas chase them. <laughs> what kind of food is Christ calling me to eat? <laughs> yeah. Not the fats uh. and the sugars. Right now I've gotten really turned on by Dr. Daniel Amen, who wrote the book, The End of Mental Illness. And he pointed out brain health is what's important. Healthy brain, like for instance, with depression, there are specific um, food supplements, good sleep, good Mm -hmm. exercise, good community. There's all kinds of holistic answers to that. But in this society, the drug companies would rather sell, sell you these little pills That'll get you through the yeah. symptoms. Yeah, right. Rather than do not address the damage that's happening right. in your brain. Yeah, and sometimes you do need a a little crutch, you know, like a drug that addresses the symptom to get you through 
a certain patch, you know, or something like that. Or if you're having really, really bad anxiety attacks and you need a Xanax or something like that. But then obviously the idea is to get to where you don't need the crutch anymore because like with a physical injury, you you gain your strength back and gain the ability to be self-sufficient. I know DBT has done just really Mm. huge steps for me. It's just learning to make it through panic attacks and things like Uh that as well. And that shares a lot of similarities with Buddhism, which has helped me a lot. Yep. And Mm -hmm. meditation. Now, the darn, darn Dr. Amen has explained to me by his books that caffeine is not good for your memory. Now, I love, I love to drink death wish, which is the most caffeinated coffee Mm. in the world. One cup of death wish contains 200% of the caffeine in the average cup of coffee. Wowzers. It's espresso just, just about. So here's Eamon saying, if you really want to take care of your brain, you shouldn't be drinking all that caffeine. So I'm limiting myself now to one cup of coffee. And then this is decaffeinated um, green tea. Green tea. Yeah. Oh, wow. And you know what? My memory's been. Mm. So now those messages don't come across in this corporate environment. Just a short story. Once I was asked to help drive people into a holistic health conference that was going to be sponsored by the University of Minnesota. And two days before I was called and I said, it's off because the university won't sponsor it. I said, what's the story? Well, there's people coming that are not very hot about uh, the medications and all of the seats at the university in psychology are under the sponsorship. of the right. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the drug company pulled the plug on this conference that would have helped Mm -hmm. people. That doesn't surprise me at all. Yep. Seeing a psychiatrist for three minutes, Mm -hmm. let me give you pills rather than an hour. Yep. Yep. How how often does this happen in all kinds of ways? So we need to more sharing, more fellowship, Mm -hmm. and uh, keep looking at new ways to share the gospel. Um, I think as you know, here we are, we were leaders in the field, not, not specifically from the necessarily the right reasons, but it just happened that way. Um, what other ways can we do? I look, one of my churches, Westminster, I've, I tried to get, um, uh, real jazz and real gospel music in there. And the director of the choir was not, not having it. Church music stopped in about the middle of the 18th century. <laughs> and she would say, oh, Bob, I'll call you. And, you know, because I could have had some of the top jazz people in town play there. Oh, that'd be cool. She never allowed it. Oh. Now they've changed. And I'm set. They have a Wednesday. I think it's maybe it's Thursday. Um, gospel Vespers. Well, it's very stiff people playing very stiff gospel, but it's a little bit of an advancement. Yeah. Maybe you can tap to it a little bit. Now, I'm not an advocate of music in the church. I think it's kind of a cop-out. But um, we got to open the doors. Yeah. And take this on the road. Take this out on the street. I, I think of some of the wonderful anthems from the movie about uh, P.T. Barnum. You know, uh, this is me. 
I need to be in a fellowship where I can say, this is me. Yeah. And I really, I need to grow. Mm-hmm. Every evening I do what's called a 10 step with one of my, and I'll shut up after this. <laughs> Every evening I do a 10 step with one of my sponsees where we talk about, is there something you should talk about with somebody that you aren't? Mm. And have you, uh, have you lied today? And I, I'll go through all these sometimes very rough questions. The second day we did it, he said to me, you know, Bob, you aren't as together as people think you are. Mm. That was wonderful. Mm. That really freed me up. I'm not as together as people think I am. I need help and I need love and I need prayer. Yeah. Period. No ifs, ands, or buts. I stop. Ah. Well, thank you, Bob. Thanks for, for talking with us today. Great to see you guys. Yeah. I'll see you at church. Yes. Excellent. We'll see you online. Okay. See you soon. Take care. Thanks, Bob. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye-bye. If you like that, you might enjoy the Loosen the Bible Belt podcast with Jay Baker and me, Kristen Becker. I'm all about, oh my God, I'm scared. You know, no, guns don't be scared. and God and, you know, religion. I, I am all for those things. I, you know, but I'm also for people that aren't for those things, so... I'm shaking. I'm so sorry. I'm so shaking. No, you should not. I, no, I, I think it's a good point, though, to make is how much we have alienated the conservatives and scapegoated them to the point that we have, a, I would say, a normal American probably who's a conservative on right now, and they're scared. You know, they get <laughs> nervous because they're like, oh, these guys are kind of liberal. I'm scared of them. You know, and, 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 and if I was on a, like, if I've done, I've done Fox News before, you know, and I've been like, oh, I'm kind of scared to go on there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's like, these are, it's a two-party country that we live in. Should we really be scared of each other? No. <laughs> yeah. No, we shouldn't. But we are. But we've given each other reasons to be scared. And we have. That was a post-Christian podcast. <laughs>